Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit for your free audiobook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast, the first edition of 2020. I am Roy Burton, and alongside me, as always, is my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing today, Chanel? I'm okay, and you? Feeling good? Feeling great? No, I said I'm okay. <laughs> I'm like, just okay? is he saying he's feeling good? He's feeling great? No, I'm okay. Just, okay, you know what okay is good to me. Yeah, just just okay. No, I'm no. fantastic. There Let's start the new year off with Janelle saying she's fantastic. This is what I like to hear. I like to hear when you, yeah, I like to hear you being fantastic. Then you, you don't like the real me. <laughs> <laughs> you have a fantastic show in store for a lot of the folks um, here because, again, it's the first show of 2020. So we have a lot to talk about. Again, after the holidays, you know, well, not a lot of new uh, restaurant news happened during the holidays, but we got some stuff for you guys. We got plenty of stuff to get to from the last couple of weeks that we need to talk about. And in our What's Good Philly segment, our second segment of the show, Chanel took a trip to the newest location of Stock, Stock Rittenhouse, which we talked about way, way back when they opened up. I believe it was last, well, I was going to say last year, but 2018 maybe um, they opened up. And anyhow, they're here. They're, they're live. They're ready to go. Chanel, top 50 right uh chanel took a trip well we'll talk about that yeah. chanel took a trip uh to the rittenhouse location of stock uh recently so we're going to talk about that and of course in our upcoming event segment we got to tell you guys about center city restaurant week we'll talk more about this on our next show because as we always do we're going to give you our picks for center city restaurant week but we're going to give you a heads up because it's coming up in a few short days so before we get to anything, as always, we want to thank you guys out there for listening to us and supporting us here at John Appetit. Again, without you, it's just two people talking to a microphone to themselves. Be a little as, weird. As I believe we are. Be a little weird, but no, you guys, again, you guys We're listen. We're weird people. You guys share the word. You thank guys spread you so the word. Much. So we appreciate it. We as do we said, appreciate it. On the last show, 2019 was our best year in terms of listenership. We had the most listeners in 2019 than in any other year we've been doing the show. So we want to thank you guys thank for, again, you so for supporting much. us. We appreciate being it. Being part of the family here at John Appetit. This is a family. This is a family here. And speaking of family, one of our family members wrote us, Kiara. I'm not going to put your whole name out there. I'm not Wawa. But Kiara. <laughs> exactly. Or Kiara. I may be pronouncing that wrong. But she said, she listened to our last show. She said she went to Lidl. 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 So I was right. I don't know. That's no, I mean. think you were calling it Lidl. I was, I was calling like, it Lidl. I think you it's said Lidl. It was Lidl. Lidl. Kiara went to Lidl. And she said, quote, it's more sim- similar to an Aldi than you. Trader Joe's. I told you. Prices are great, and I think it's a good place to pick up the basics. Been twice, and each time I received a $5 off coupon at checkout. First time, they were giving away free flowers. As soon as you walk in, it smells like fresh bread 
And I think the produce fresh is a, bread. Yes, and I think the produce they have a bakery, like a fresh bakery on site. Aldi and don't have that. <laughs> I think the produce is a higher quality than what you would find in Aldi and Trader Joe's. I think it's a good compromise for not having a Trader Joe's or Aldi in the Fishtown, Port Richmond area. So cool. Shout out to Kiara, 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 uh, or going to Lidl. Probably butcher both I, of those. Things. I wish I could see how it was spelled. <laughs> Yeah, Lidl, L-I-D-L. No, I, I mean, know, I know. I mean, I know the listener's name. I know what you're saying. But again, you just don't want me to get it right. It's okay. No, we're not. Thank Wawa. you. I'm not trying to do this. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, yeah, again, I'm more intrigued now. We so we, should, one, we have to make a trip to, yeah, we gotta go to, to either the one in Fishtown or the one, I believe it's in Vineland. I believe I think it's Vineland. Vineland or Millville. I'm not sure. That's the closest one to us. Uh, well, that's Millville? That's, yeah. a, that's a little bit of a hike. Well, Vineland. They're right next to each other. That's a hike though, right? Yeah. I don't know. I have no concept. I've been to Millville, what, twice? Yes. Yeah. Who you been to Millville with? You. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, no. So we are a family here at John Appetit. Again, if you guys have any news like this or have any restaurants that we should check out or anything, if you just want to talk to us and say what's up, hit us up, johnappetit at gmail.com or on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We are at John Appetit again. Also, I said again, also, again, also, please hashtag John Appetit in your uh, foodie photos, whether you're at a restaurant or whether you and how chefing up like myself. This is 2020, so this is the year at Instapot. So I'm, I'm a bless the timeline, we'll bless the TikTok. We'll see, as the kids would say. We should do competitions. You, know, you, don't, you don't want to smoke. No, I. It you wouldn't be this. fair. I, 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 I can't do that smoke. to you. I can't do that to you. You don't want this. Come on, fam. No, go ahead. You do your little thing. Fam. I'm not gonna. I can't do that. Fam, to the you. fire department came for one of us, and it wasn't for me. So come on, you don't want this. <laughs> You don't want I can't. Smoke. <laughs> I'll let you have that. You got that. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. <laughs> shout out also, since we're doing shout outs, please shout outs. We want to give a shout outs to our friends over at the War Room Sports Podcast Network, as we always do. Tissue and the Tape, the best hip hop podcast out there. Shout out to the guys over at War Room Sports, uh, the big show of the War Room Sports Podcast Network. They just had their 500th episode. They're going into year 10 in this business. And look, there ain't that many. You can probably count on your hand the number of podcasts that have been got to 500 episodes. These guys have been bringing the heat each and every week, making you think, making you feel, you know, keeping you tuned in, keeping you entertained each and every week. So Jimmy, Dev, B. Austin, uh, Doc Bay, PJ, all you guys, everybody involved with War Room Sports, just want to shout you guys out. You've been down with John Appetit since day one. You've been down with uh, the Broad Street Lines since basically day one. Again, we always, we're thankful that you guys are in our corner salute to 500 episode and hopefully we'll get another 500 more episodes out of you guys so shout out to war room sports and speaking of uh the broad street line you can catch me on the broad street line every saturday 10 a.m eastern 106.5 fm wppm lp philadelphia or just go to the bsline.com and get all the episodes there or wherever you get your podcast just do a search for the broad street line and follow us subscribe to us just like you would do here at john appetit and before we go on, shout out to Tay Diggs, who just celebrated a birthday last week. Tay Diggs, part of the Happy 40 birthday. Club, 40-40 gang, obsessed with gang, you. gang, 49, Tay Diggs, 40 Club. You know how we out here representing. Shout out to Tay Diggs, turned 49 <laughs> earlier, well, last week. You're, you are okay. <laughs> I am okay. I'm better than okay. I'm feeling good. I know you're feeling really What's good. good, Philly? What's new, Philly? Via Locusta, now open in Rittenhouse. This is the new pasta-centric restaurant from Michael Shulson at 1723 Locust Street. You're probably familiar with that name because Michael Shulson is behind a lot of restaurants a here lot in Philadelphia. A lot of good restaurants. And the Philadelphia area, including Atlantic City. Double Knot 
Yeah. Sampan, yes. Carbon Crown, Giuseppe and Sons, there's more. Even some is of these. Is Akaya at Borgata. There's a lot. He's got a lot of restaurants. And they're all good. <laughs> a lot of, <laughs> they're all good. The ones we've been to. Like, yeah, the ones we've been we can't, I guess there's maybe two that we haven't. So I can't yeah. talk about Harper Crown, can't talk about yeah. Giuseppe and Sons, but I can talk about Not, Double Knot uh, and Sampan. Oh, yeah. boy. And they're good. So, Via Locusta, now open in Rittenhouse. Uh, this menu will have a rotating or has a rotating selection of 10 to 12 pastas, seasonal vegetable small plates, crudos, and uh, larger shared plates of fish, meat, and poultry. Did you get a chance to check out their menu? You know I did. Okay. What so, you- I w- it'd be easier to say what I wouldn't eat on this menu. Um, the menu looks really good. And uh, it's a rotating pasta thing, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So some of the ones that really, really stood out to me are, are the Agnolotti with porcini, black truffle, and fonduta. That looks good. There's a pappardelle with pork ragu yeah, man. and thyme. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a fusilli with crab and sofrito and chive. Uh, the small place, there's a snapper and a scallop. Uh, snapper crudo, a scallop crudo. That looks good. Um just there are a bunch of pastas on here that look good. Do you want me to keep going or do no? You no, no. Wanna... You can you can stop. Like yeah. And there's a rigatoni with oxtail, which is crazy. Here's the thing. So this is going to be a rotating pasta menu. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pastas on here that if I go and taste, it's like yo, you can't take this you off can't the menu. Take them off because it's probably fire. Um, there's a focaccia. Do you see the focaccia with the whipped honey butter yes. and bee pollen? I don't even yes. know what that is, fam. Like, come <laughs> on, my, my, my G. Of course, if you just want a regular, if you want the uh, the, the meat entree, they have an eighteen ounce dry aged strip steak, which uh, which will get the job done. So, and those are shared plates, so yeah, yeah. so larger uh, portions. Yeah, this Via Locusta again sounds like a good spot. Um, if you go, if you plan on going, let us know. Our, if you've gone already, send us a pictures. Let us know again. Johnappetit@gmail.com or just tag us in your IG photos. We should start a running list on social media of all the places we got to hit. Letting people know and then ask ask the people. Asking. Yeah, yeah. If there's people, if there's restaurants you want to try in 2020. Yeah, we're gonna hit that out. We're gonna drop that this week. We're yeah. gonna put a post out there. It's like, yo, 2020. What restaurants you trying to hit? Let us know because we because we're Cause always may, we might go there first and then let you know. Or if you go, you let and us if know. you go, you let us know if it's yeah. some place that we have to try. Because here's the thing: there are so many great places. Oh that my goodness! No one knows them all. Other no. than like Michael Klein, no one knows all these places. No, it's very hard, especially with new ones popping up. And then when the new ones pop up and they get such rave reviews, it's like, oh, I know I haven't been here yet, but this one is getting like really great reviews. Or if uh, a Michael Scholson or someone opens a restaurant, it's like, well, I know in the past his restaurants have been good, so I got to check this exactly. out. So it, it, it's hard to keep them all straight. That's what we're here to try to do for you. Mm-hmm. Um but we need some help, too, if you go to a really, really good place. We want to know. Yeah, let us know. You have to think like we do. If you go to a really, really good place, you should want that place to stay open. open. Yes. The only way that place stays open is if other people go. I know it gets inconvenient for reservations and going when you want to go. But guess what? The place will stay open. So you have to think in terms of, do I want this all to myself where it could possibly close down? Mm-hmm. Or do I need this place to stay open so I can constantly have X dish? 100%. We're of the thinking of stay open. So let us know. And then we can go there and blast it out on here. One place, I guess two places that I, I need to stay open without even going. The new <laughs> <laughs> the new pastry and pork shop, pork sandwich shop in Point Breeze. There's two, two uh, stores right next to each other. Small oven pastry shop. And Porco's here at 2204 
Washington Avenue in the Port Point Breeze section of Philadelphia. Now, Small Oven Pastry Shop focuses on hey, pastries and tarts and things like that. The latter, Porco's, boasts sandwiches. Now, both of these spots are from Chad Durkin, who used to work at Carlo's Bakery and Kermit's Bake Shop. Those are two pretty well-known uh, bakeries. Uh, in Actually, I think Kermit's closed now. Um, I think this is the old spot where Kermit's used to be. But Carlo's Bakery, I know a lot of people have heard of Carlo's, the cake boss. I've guy. gotten you uh, birthday cakes. Yeah, people yeah. know about Carlo's Bakery. That's, that's where Chad Durkin's from. So he has a pastry shop called Small Oven Pastry Shop, and they have tiramisu and chai cinnamon buns. Yeah, I saw apple brown sugar galette. Chocolate caramel cream puffs. Yeah. Something called a double dark cookie sandwich with cafe au lait filling. That chocolate chip cookie sandwich looks good. That yes. Dolce Ooh. shortbread. Ah. And they also have paninis, uh, salads, and coffees there, but that's not why I'm there. Yeah. Um, and Porco's, again, which basically is right next door, serves various porchetta sandwiches. So they have, and they also have a uh, meatball sandwich and a, is it brachiole? Is that pronounced that? Is that pronounced? Uh, that's how I've heard it pronounced. Flank steak. It's like a flank steak. You know, I've heard like, brachiole, like, um, but I don't know if that's correct. Yeah, so they have, they have some good looking, well, on the menu. They, they have, have good ciabatta looking. pizza bread, too. And they give you six ounces of meat per sandwich. So they are not um, going cheap with the meat. Um, pizza, like you said, pizza bread on the weekends as well. This is, again, 2204 Washington Avenue. Just again, just looking at the menu, it looks like I could easily spend like $70 at the two spots <laughs> on one Saturday. Don't want to go there one Saturday when I'm bored and, and hungry. The, you have to take a look at the pictures of the are food. They on the, are they on the website? Um, no, they're on Philly Eater. Okay. Um, but these, these sandwiches look good, Yeah, man. check out Small Oven Pastry Shop and Porco's on Philly Eater. I know their, web, their website itself has a menu, but if you want pictures, check out Philly Eater again. Small Oven Pastry Shop, Porco's, 2204 Washington Avenue. A Taste of Spain is now open at Reading Terminal Market. This is a new stand at Reading Terminal that offers items imported from Spain. That's one of the great things about like a farmer's market or like a Reading Terminal Market type of place. Mm. You get stuff you can't get anywhere yeah. else. Like there's like, there aren't store. You can't go to ShopRite or you can't go to Acme and get, you know, Spanish olive oils. Or yeah. Iberico ham, which my wife hates. Or Spanish spices. <laughs> it's not, and let's be clear. I hate, I don't know what Iberico <laughs> ham tastes like in the packages because I would never buy that. I hate the real stuff. What's the, the stuff difference? that comes from Spain. What's the difference between the stuff in the packages? Because I think I might like the stuff in the package. But the stuff in the packages comes from Spain. No, I don't think it does. I, Iberico ham is like champagne. It has to come from Iberia. I guess. I don't like I guess, it. I'm guessing. I don't like it fresh. Don't like I don't it. like it at all. You don't like Iberico ham. You don't like domestic ham. I don't like domestic ham. You don't like, what ham do you like? <sighs> we gotta... So like, you know, the honey ham. Okay. I might eat that. So, it depends though. I don't like ham that tastes like porkity pig. Okay. So let me, so, so <laughs> ham off the bone. No, I don't like ham off okay. the bone. So honey ham, like pressed, like you know, like the squares. No, I do not like the squares. Okay, I like the oval honey yeah, so like, ham. So like, yeah, so like the like ha- boar's head honey ham. So the ham, uh, so the, so lunch meat you're talking about? Yeah, lunch meat. So what about the ham that you get in the can at Thanksgiving? I no, I'm not. That's pork and pig. Okay, I don't like uh, roast ham that people make on Christmas and Thanksgiving. So right, I yeah, won't eat that. Bon, that's bon. like I won't eat a ham steak. I don't even really like Canadian bacon. Like I like bacon, and then a specific kind 
of ham from the deli. Other than that, I don't eat ham. So, so I thought I would like Embarico ham. There'll be plenty of Embarico no. ham at a taste of Spain if you go there because we're not going there. Um, but if you want some Italian spice, Italian Spanish spices, we're not going where cheeses. A taste of Spain. Everybody Why wouldn't we go there? Because we're not going there to get the ham. No, we would go for <laughs> olives and things like that. Pickled vegetables, spices, and more. It's next to the Flying Monkey Bakery. It's near that center court area where all the tables are and chairs and stuff like that, like Hunger Burgers over there. So that's where a taste of Spain is at Reading Terminal. So if you want authentic Spanish foods, check them out. Six Philly restaurants named to open tables top 100 list for 2019. These are the top 100 restaurants in America per open table diner. So people like us, people who go to open table book mad reservations and cancel them Jones when like the Eagles play in the playoffs. I don't and, like, do you that. You gotta like, you know, kind of re- rework things. I don't do that. You don't do that? I cancel open table reservations like crazy. Well, you must be making all these reservations behind my back. I, I do. I'd be like, yo, we need to go there. And then you'd be like, oh, we got something to do that day. And I'm like, oh, I gotta reschedule That's this. because you never check in advance. That's 100% true. Speaking of 100, the top 100 <laughs> list. Six Philly restaurants named to the list. I will go in order, in alphabetical order. Ambra. This is a small Italian restaurant at 705 South 4th Street. I don't know if I've ever, ever heard of Ambra. Mm, I haven't. Uh, Bibu, a French BYO at 1009 South 8th Street. I I've have heard, heard, I've of, heard of Bibu. Double Knots, a modern Japanese spot at 120 South 13th Street. Highly recommended by Very John Very casual Atkinson. upstairs and a sushi bar down below. And if you go there and if you were hungry... Get that whole tasting menu joint, yes. and you will not regret it. No, you will not. Uh, Nord, a Northern European restaurant in East Pass, Young. We've 10, tried nibbles from there. 46 Tasker Street. Uh, Tomo Sushi and Ramen, which is at 228 Arch Street. Hmm. Haven't heard of that. No. Intrigued by that. And Vernick Coffee Bar. They didn't they just open like two weeks ago. <laughs> it's like within the last six two eight months. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. It's been there for a minute. Are you it's sure? It's been there for a minute. It's been there for a it minute. It just opened. Yeah, Vernon Coffee Bar, 19th and Market, Comcast, Tech Center, Breakfast, Lunch, and Small Bites. They got them toasts. That's all you need to know. They got toast. They have the toast at the bar? They got different toasts, but they have toast. Okay. Yeah, they got toast. So I ain't mad at them. Yeah, so again, good list. Again, we we're only we're all, we've only been to two, um, but we've heard of most of these places on the rest on this list. If you have been to any of these, again, please let us know. Again, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Joan Appetit or Joan Appetit at Gmail dot com. And finally, there have been class action lawsuits filed as a result of the Wawa data breach. I need to get on one of these man. for eight months. That's how long it's been going eight on. Eight months. It was like. March to December. Are you serious? 100%. It was like mid to like late March to early December, mid December. Eight months. Wawa, the company, corporate Wawa, exposed payment information that was collected at the store's 850 East Coast locations. That's crazy. It's not just the people who use their car inside the store. It's the people who use their car for gas. Ga- Mine was gas. Fam. Fam, family, fam. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Every, it that basically means everybody in the Delaware Valley <laughs> had their information exposed in this. But case. you know what's the worst part of this? Hmm. Wawa didn't tell us. Didn't te- they didn't know. They didn't tell us either because I still haven't received anything. I found out that I was impacted because I received a letter last week from my bank. 
mm-hmm. telling me that my debit card was compromised because I received gas, I believe it was. It said gas or charges or whatever at Wawa and that they were canceling my card and sending out a new one and that I needed to check my statements to make sure that there were no fraudulent charges. So I that's what I did this weekend. Went through and checked my statements to make sure I didn't get any fraudulent charges. So Wawa is dead wrong dead for wrong. not notifying. Because they still haven't notified us yet. No, no. I, saw I wouldn't have even known that I was impacted had my bank not contacted me. I saw it on the Philly, was a Philly voice or whatever. Like it came out in the papers a couple of weeks ago. And it's like, yo, it's like this is everybody in the world. Everybody on the East Coast. Everybody in the Delaware Valley. At some point in the past eight to nine months. Use their card at a Wawa. Six lawsuits have been filed so far. Wawa said that it will offer free credit monitoring and identity theft protection. Y'all need to give us some shorties. I don't want any shorties. I don't some, need those. Um, some of that new iced tea you got. I don't what else want do I that. need from Wawa? <laughs> I do um, not want that. The Gobbler. Is that still there? The Gobbler? I don't know. I don't think it's January. I don't know if they, they still hit the Gobbler. I, 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 the gobbler. Don't, it's, it's fine. I, I don't know. My um, new spot is Royal Farms. Ooh. Really? Yes. I'm, I'm a Royal Farms girl now. You know what we got to do? Uh-oh. No, 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 no. We got to do. We got to figure out. How, we got to figure out how to do it. We got to go mano e mano, Wawa and Royal Farms. Does Wawa have chicken? Well, no, 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 no. Well, no. I mean, we're doing like mano e mano, like everything. So like. We're going to compare the sandwiches and the coffee and hot foods and cold foods and all that. Unfortunately, it's, it's very hard to beat Wawa's coffee. So we got to do that because Royal Farms is coming in and they're trying to take these corners. They are. And I, I look and like, listen, like Wawa, Wawa is the Barksdale clan. All right. But Marlo's coming in and, Mar- and Mar- Marlo got that pandemic. Marlo got them WMDs. No one knows what you're talking about. People know what the wire is. Royal Farms. Royal Farms has has something has has the Ace card and Ace. In this, it's that chicken. I'm telling Royal you, Royal Farms chicken is special. Those lines are crazy. Are they still that. crazy? Because I know you go. And you I haven't been in. Uh, bring it home like a month or so. Um, extra. <laughs> I I usually go for it's my lunch um, when I work from home. It's my way of breaking up my day. So I'm the Royal Farms get my lunch come back. So far, Royal Farms has not had a data breach, but Wawa has. Please, for those of you, again, everybody listening, please check your bank statements. I know yes. Wawa said that those there's their uh, gas card. I believe it's a city card. They said that those people with a Wawa branded city card are going to get uh, cards replacement card replacements as well. So just keep an eye out for that. Please check your all your stuff. Wawa, you got to do better. You got to do better. All right. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we will talk about Stock Rittenhouse. Chanel took a trip there a couple of weeks ago, and we're going to talk about it this week. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back. Segment number two of the John Appetit Podcast. Before we talk about Stock Rittenhouse, we need to talk about what exactly? So we had the opportunity over the holiday break 
to go to Dunkin' Donuts and try the Beyond Meat Sausage Breakfast Sandwich. Yes. So we we got one to share because yes. I wasn't sure about this thing. Um, For those of you who don't know, Beyond Meat is like a, a, a soy-based product, maybe. I don't know. Vegetable. Maybe it's vegetables. I don't know. Meat substitute protein? I'm yeah. trying to look it up right yeah. now. I, I don't know what this is. But uh, it, it takes the place of the sausage on a sausage egg and cheese i guess that's like a muffin what was that a bis it was like a, it was a muffin it's like a muffin mm-hmm. like an uh, english muffin like an english muffin at burger king so i guess they have a standard sandwich that's an english muffin and then you could just get it with the beyond meat sausage so uh Roy and i shared one of these on christmas eve day something christmas eve i think it was eve, yeah um and what were your thoughts on the the sandwich. So this Beyond Meat breakfast sandwich, by the way, it launched nationwide November 6th. So it's been out there for a couple of months. And apparently when they had the test run in New York, it was the second best-selling breakfast sandwich in New York, in Manhattan, Don't um, during during the test run. I'm like, all right, I'm intrigued by this thing. So, you know, took a bite out. We, and we've had Beyond Meat and Impossible Burgers in various and forms. That cheesesteak yeah, the, the, was the, the Impossible. Quest love, yeah, the Questlove yeah. cheesesteak. And so we've had different iterations of this. So we have a comparison model. Um, so the Beyond, so I've been into the Beyond Meat breakfast sandwich. I'm just Beyond Meat, right? Yeah, it's Beyond it. Meat. Beyond Meat. I'm going to get this so mixed up. The Beyond Meat breakfast sandwich. And the meat, the soy, the plant-based protein tasted like pizza sausage yes but not the crumbly pizza sausage like the italian pizza sausage with like the sage in it or the fennel in no it, it tasted like it so- tasted like the, no to me the one they put like, on domino's yeah pizza. the one they put a shave flat i don't know why it tastes different but you know how like the sausage on the pizza and they shave it and it's like flat. It, there's not enough flat fennel and seasoning in it yeah so it tasted like pizza sausage yeah which was a little weird to me because i expected breakfast sausage yeah. and i got i got pizza sausage yeah it wasn't bad well in so basically, <laughs> they missed the mark on the seasoning for breakfast sausage. Correct. Kind of like if you took that Beyond Sausage thing and you put it on pizza. If you crumbled it up and put it on pizza. I would have been like, oh, this tastes like sausage pizza. Yeah. But because it was on a McMuffin with egg and cheese, it didn't taste good to me. Yeah. Like it wasn't bad. Like I would never order it again. No. Because it, wasn't it tasted bad. like pizza pizza it tasted like yeah pizza sausage and not breakfast sausage if they tweak that seasoning and make it taste more like a breakfast sausage maybe it's doable but i would never get it again and the thing is and i'm not sure i assume this is like the the beyond uh, meat um burgers themselves but i'm i assume that if it's like that then the fat content is probably the same as regular sausage and probably the only thing that you're saving on is is cholesterol. That's been the our what our what our Google research, <laughs> the John Appetit Google research. Well, that's what the beef do your is. own. Yeah, that's what the beef, uh, the beef is. The beef is basically. So we'll make the assumption that it's similar with the sausages, where the only thing you're saving on these things is cholesterol. However, you're eating a regular egg, but there's an egg on it, so there ain't a whole lot of cholesterol in just regular pork sausage. So I don't know how much you're saving. But if you want to feel better about the saving or, the environment. Yeah. We okay. couldn't remember if vegetarians ate eggs or not. Because we were thinking maybe a vegetarian would eat this. But I wasn't sure if vegetarians ate eggs. Yeah. We have computers in front of us. And we walk around with computers. That are but very we powerful. still. And phones. Haven't, haven't Googled it yet. Still don't know since Christmas Eve whether or not vegetarians eat eggs. Because then we were like, well, if vegetarians eat eggs, this is the sandwich for them. I believe they. I'm going to go with yes. I don't know. 
I know vegans don't eat eggs. If vegans don't, then vegetarians do. Because vegans don't eat any animal products. No, I don't think that's how that works. It's one eats animal maybe, products and byproducts. And one maybe doesn't. it depends on the type of vegetarian you are. Nah. I don't I, know. If anybody knows... I'm going to look. I'm going to okay. look. You talk about... You All talk right. about... So the next yeah. part of this is Stock Rittenhouse. Yes. So I had an opportunity to go to Stock Rittenhouse. I've only gone the one time uh, for lunch. I went a little late, um, which is the reason why I was able to go to stock because I usually, um, the time I leave for lunch, usually if I try to go there, um, it's a little bit of a wait. So in order to avoid that wait, I went a little bit late this time. Uh, and I wanted a soup that day. It was kind of rainy. So I know they have uh, a few soups there. So a little bit about the stock menu. Uh, they have soups, they have salads, they have cold noodles, a banh mi, and then they offer fried chicken. So on this day, I ended up going with one of the soups. I went with the, it's called the Good Deal Soup. And I'm going to murder this pronunciation. So I apologize <laughs> in advance. Kwai Tiao is the Good Deal Soup. And what that is, is you can get that with chicken broth with oyster sauce, or you can get a mushroom broth with a vegan oyster sauce. And it's fresh rice noodles, garlic, um, and gar- uh, crispy garlic and garlic oil, Chili jam, pickled jalapenos, bean sprouts, Thai basil, cilantro, and then you get to pick your choice of protein, which is the same with all the soups. There are three soups, a Lao curry soup, this soup, and a pho, or uh, there are also uh, about three or four salads where you get to choose your own protein. So the protein I chose was the fried chicken. So I got the uh, good deal soup with the fried chicken. It was a good soup. It was good. Um, it's a light. It's a if you're used to eating like a um a ramen or something like that, this is a lighter flavored soup. Mm-hmm. This is a soup where you taste all the ingredients. You're going to taste the cilantro. You're going to taste the Thai basil. You're going to taste the chili jam. So it's it's all about all the ingredients in the soup, and that that chicken broth is very light. So if you're going in expecting like something like a a thicker stick to your ribs, like ramen soup. You're not going to get that with right. this. Right. Um, it's a nice soup. It's a nice light flavor. And if you like, I love Thai basil, love jalapenos. So that was nice and refreshing. And then that little bit of heat worked out, but the standout to the soup was the fried chicken that I got on top. Mm. I was so happy. I got that fried chicken, that fried chicken. First of all, it was crispy. So it was standing up to the soup for a while. It was so full of flavors, like it punched me in my mouth with flavor. I put a piece of the chicken in my mouth and my eyes got wide. I was like, oh, wow. Wow. This is fantastic. And I know they do offer wings as well. And all I kept thinking was the next time I go here, I'm just going to get wings because this chicken is fantastic. So again, uh, the soup was light. I enjoyed it. I I read some reviews where people are like, oh, it was barely any flavor. I don't. I think some people, when they go here, they think they're going to get that thicker soup. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. not what you you have to anticipate. It's a lighter soup. It's a different type of noodle. Um, but it's very refreshing. It didn't feel heavy when I was finished. I didn't feel like bloated or anything. It just, it was a good soup. It was good for that day. Very fresh tasting. The ingredients were fresh. It was pretty. Everything was bright and colorful. And again, that fried chicken was awesome. So if you're looking for good fried chicken, highly recommend stock. 
Um, and I also recommend that you try the Good Deal Soup or one of the other soups and see if you like it. I enjoyed it. I like it. But that fried chicken was ridiculous. Did you talk about, I'm sorry, did you talk about the rest of the stuff on their menu? I don't know if you had a... So I indicated that there are other uh, things like there's the three soups, the Lao Curry, Good Deal Soup, and the Pho. And right. then there's uh, four salads and cold noodles. They have sandwiches. And speaking of fried me. chicken, they have that fried chicken sandwich, the uh, faux fried chicken sandwich with the glazed crispy chicken thigh, faux spices, cilantro root mayonnaise, spicy hoisin, pickled onions, and Thai basil. That sounds really good. There's some good sounding no. stuff on yeah, this menu. Yeah, fish sauce, caramel chicken wings, sweet garlic curry wings, stock house wings. I the highly, highly recommend that you go with the fried chicken Where wings. Where did you see the house wings? I didn't see that. Uh, they have a sign in there oh. with the list of the wings. I'm like, yeah, yeah. All right, because I'm wondering, I'm wondering, many I don't see it. Yeah, they okay. have stock house wings, and it's like a Thai chili buffalo style. They're kind of they're extra hmm. hot. Oh yeah, I cannot wait to try these things. Um, brief aside before we get yes. back to stock, do you want to mention vegan means abstaining from the use of animal products? Okay, I knew that. Vegetarian means abstaining from the consumption of meat may also include abstaining from the consumption of animal products. So some vegetarians might eat eggs. Correct. Like I said. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that is the difference between a vegan and a vegetarian. Just to get back to stock. Now, we talked about this off air. Stock is, well, was... Rated, I have the number in front of me, number 33 on FUBU's top 50 list, the okay. top 50 and restaurants. stock is vegan friendly. You're very mm-hmm. vegan friendly if you look at the menu. They were 33 on the FUBU's top 50 list, phillymag.com uh, updates their top 50 list of uh, best restaurant list in Philadelphia. If you got a new magazine, new edition of Philadelphia Magazine, or if you went to the, the FUBU's website recently, you will see there's a new list. A new updated list. This is the basically the big list. The, okay. They do every year. They do the one big update, mm-hmm. but they do quarterly updates right. of the best fifty restaurants in Philadelphia. Number one is still number one. Hasn't moved a spot. Congratulations once again to Soraya in Fishtown. According to FUBU's Philly Mag, the number one restaurant in the city of Philadelphia. Top ten, real quick. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is two, and I'll go from two to ten. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Vernick Food and Drink, Hiroki in Fishtown, Laurel, Vetri Cucina, Res Ipsa, Zahav, Serpico, and Hungry Pigeon. Now, I think I saw somewhere there were like 22 different uh, uh, new restaurants on this list or some pretty large <laughs> wow. number of the top 50. I'm not going through and comparing them all. No. You can do that if you'd like. However, there's some great, great restaurants on this list. And if you're just looking for a place to start, Kind of like your culinary adventure, like you're not sure what restaurant you want to try. Maybe you're new to the, to the area. Or start here. Start here with this list. And again, no, everything here on, this on list, John Appetit. Oh, we'll start here on John Appetit, <laughs> of course. Let me say, everything on this list ain't expensive. I mean, no. Mike's Barbecue is on this well, list. Philly I mean, has been ranked high for accessibility for uh, its restaurants. One hundred percent. Like you don't have to these spend a lot. Are accessible. Of, you don't have to spend a lot of money to eat well. No. Um, like again, uh, what did I just say? Mike's Barbecue is mm-hmm. on this list. Kfar, the new the uh, the Jewish style bakery, is on this list. Um, Stock Rittenhouse again, not expensive. Um, if you want to spend money, you can. Yeah. I mean, like there's places where you can spend money. Um, on this list as well. So again, check out again FUBU's top fifty um, best restaurant list. 
some really good restaurants on this list. And this is a list that we kind of use as our base. It's like, all right, what do we have to try? Because this is what a lot of people like. This is, you know, so try to knock out as much of these restaurants as we can. But, again, the Philly scene is so crazy. Then, Like, there's restaurants, literally, there's probably, I haven't even looked. There's probably 10 restaurants on this list that didn't exist a year ago, probably. Yeah. That's probably fair. Insane. Like it's like the, the like Zahav again. Just won just won the James Beard Award for best restaurant in America. It's number eight on this list. It's like this is crazy to me. So great restaurants in Philadelphia. The restaurant dining scene cannot be. Um, this is as best as good as it's ever been. So yeah. again, check out Fubu's fifty best restaurants and check out here John Appetit for all your restaurant information. Forgot to tell you that yes. someone agrees with you on your assessments regarding Top Chef. This is what I'm talking about. All right. Padma, Tom, I forgot. Gail. I, forgot to t- um, I, I, I hate that I brought this up, but it is something that I found out last month. Who else for- ever wants to get this smoke? <laughs> I forgot Talk about to it. tell you. Oh, you're going to put their name out there, but what did they say? I'm not people, talking about no, it. No, people know. People you, might not know. No, no, no. No, no, no. For the listeners, they may not know what my assessment of Top Chef is. You tell them your assessment because it's weird <clears> to me. Top Chef, for whatever reason, don't want to come to Philly. They got a beef against Philly. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Untrue. They've been to LA multiple times. I think they've been to San Fran multiple times. This is season 19 of Top Chef. They've done All Stars. They've done Bad Boys. They've done Bad Girls. They've done Celebrity, probably. They ain't <laughs> never been to Philly. I don't know. Where's the new season of Top Chef? Probably somewhere where they I already haven't, been. I haven't seen it yet. Probably somewhere where they already been. Somewhere I'm going to watch it, wherever it is. I know, with people you already seen. It, and it's like, fam. Why don't you come to Philly? Serious, not, not, like, nothing for nothing. All Stars, it's LA, by the way. Is it oh, LA? they're yeah, going LA. back to LA? All Stars, LA. Fam, you could come to Philly. There's some great restaurants. There's some great chefs who would work with the top chef people. Just be happy that there are always uh, Philadelphia chefs that do a great representation of the area. You guys had two winners. Which you is had, why they need you to have, come here. Uh, the last season. Uh, I believe there were two chefs, and one of them was really, really good. So what, Nicholas only won, and then um, and, um, what's Kevin Sprague, Kevin. he won, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So two of this, this is season seventeen coming up. Two of the sixteen seasons, that's twelve point five percent of the winners have been from Philadelphia. Look at you. Yeah, I never come to Philadelphia. Come on, my dude. They'll be here. Just get over it. Seventeen seasons, fam. Real world. Came uh, this to is why I didn't want to tell you because I knew you were going to go on attention before that. Come Real on. World was in Philadelphia? Yeah. Who was on that one? Uh, It was kind of when we stopped watching. Okay, so it doesn't matter. They were in Old City. They were down in Old City. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, we stopped watching. Okay. Like, there, wasn't, yeah, there, was, there was no Ruthie and, you know, Tammy <laughs> and Muhammad. You're dating yourself. And You're Eric, Eric Nees. Eric Nees. Like Heather, Heather, Heather B. Heather B. was not on that. Was not on that Kevin Powell wasn't on that one. Kevin Powell, not on that, not on that season. <laughs> Dominic, not on that season. Not on that season. Yeah, no, not, not on that season. Um, but, yeah, so I'm done with Top Chef. So, um, stock, thumbs up. You're good. You're... Uh, thumbs up. Recommend that you try it out for fresh flavors, uh, ingredients, super fresh. Something new to try if you're in the Rittenhouse area. There's nothing like it down there, not in my opinion. Um, and with all the mixing and matching you can do with the proteins on the menu, you could easily eat lunch here uh, a good number of times a week and not have the same exact thing. Just an FYI, this is an offshoot of their Fishtown location. Their Fishtown location is more of a sit-down type of a restaurant. This and this is, is a, a what? Yeah. what is it? Uh, they call it a fast, casual space. Yeah. So I guess that's a good way to determine it. Yeah. So. 
Again, there's a couple different options for stock. There's stock in Rittenhouse, again, this fast casual space that we talked about, and the OG one in Fishtown. They have a similar menu. It's not the same menu. Um, but again, if the stock Rittenhouse one is good, as you say it is, and the menu is as good as it say it yeah. is, then I'm very intrigued by the one in Fishtown as well. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we have some uh, events to tell you about, and we're handing out invitations for Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back. Segment number three of the show. So we talk about upcoming events and coming up very soon is these, I guess, winter 2020 edition of Center City Restaurant Week. It kicks off January 12th and it runs through January 24th. And if you're a fan of the show or if you're new to the show, let's like to tell you we are fans of restaurant weeks. This is a great chance to check out some restaurants that you may not have a chance to get to otherwise. Uh, due to the price point or due to the fact that it's seemingly crowded or whatever have you. Restaurant Weeks are amazing. Philadelphia Center City District does this uh, twice a year, and we always try to take advantage of We always tell you to take advantage yes. of Restaurant Week. Um, it's an amazing way to check out some great restaurants in the city. Um, this time, more than 100 restaurants will be offering three-course dinners for $35 and three-course lunches for $20. Now, new restaurants... In this edition of Restaurant Week include the Prime Rib and Rouge. And returning restaurants include the Capitol Grill, El Vez, and High Street on Market. But as we said, there's more than 100 restaurants. And $35 for a three-course dinner at the Capitol Grill. I mean, you can't, like, that's crazy. Like, you can't, you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't walk into the Capitol Grill and order the cheapest thing on the menu and get a full meal for, for $35. No. So this is a great way to check out some restaurants. And as Chanel always says, the restaurants are trying to put their best foot forward because they want repeat business. So they want you to come out here and they want you to check out their menu and you know see what they have so that you'll come back when it's not restaurant week and check out some of their other offerings. So, But you should also keep in mind that mm-hmm. it is restaurant week. Yes. Um, so have a little bit of patience on that. Um, but I always say this is the best way. If you're thinking about taking like your mom or someone out for a special occasion, this is the best way for you to sample it before you drop major dollars on taking someone there for a special occasion. Mm-hmm. So I always say this is a good way to t- do a test run before you spend the major bills. Yeah. So Center City Restaurant Week, again, January 12th through the 24th. On the next edition of the show, we're going to go through the menus, all the menus, and we're going to pick out some of our best and tell you the places that we would check out for Restaurant Week that we and always do. why. And why, because we go then we go and pick Roy right, with his four courses. Yeah, because four courses. Some some restaurants give you four courses. That's all you have to have um, for Roy. <laughs> check out the Center City Restaurant Week website uh, for more information. Some restaurants offer validated parking, and there's drink specials as well. So you definitely want to check that out. Yes. Time for our Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm. It's the portion of the show where we hand out invitations. Excuse me to our home for Sunday dinner to people based on something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always something noteworthy or at least noteworthy to us. It's a bit of a break from us talking about food all the time. We had a run. We talked about food in this segment, which 
it's kind of weird, but it was all these people getting beat up at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Or so, chased down at Wendy's. Chased down at McDonald's. People going to get their shotgun out of their car, car at Burger yeah. King and stuff like yeah. that. So haven't done that in a while. I don't no, think we're going to do that I'm going to try to stay away from that this year. So what do you got? So my Sunday dinner invite goes out to someone who lives here. <laughs> oh, so it's kind of like a weird invite. Uh, so yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday, someone very special, Mr. Roy Burton, wrapped up his last episode of a, a nice show called Birds Outsiders. And I'd like to invite him to Sunday dinner because I'm just so proud of him. He did such an awesome job. Thank I you. love you so much. And I am so happy for you and proud that you were able to do that. You did a great job. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, last uh, night was the final episode this season of Birds Outsiders, a fan-centric Eagles post-game show on NBC Sports Philadelphia. Had an amazing time doing it again seven months ago. I had no idea, you know, I'd even be in this spot. You know, I've, you know, it's a story, and I'll probably tell the story at some point later. But you know, back in June, you know, I would you know tell Chanel because we're working. You know, we have a couple projects in line for John Appetit to involve video, and I'm like, nah, I'm not doing no video. It's trash. <laughs> I'm not gonna be on camera. I don't want to be on camera. I don't be on camera. It's just trash. It's like it's... we can't do video if you won't be on camera, Roy. Then we're not. Then we're gonna do video without me on camera. Like I figured out a way to do video things without me on camera. <laughs> I was like, we're not gonna do that. Like that's not gonna happen. Um, that was like in June. Yes. And then you know this opportunity came up, and it's like, all right, well, why not? Let's see what happens. And then it kind of just kept happening. Um, so yeah, so last night, last edition of Birds Outsiders for the 2019 season. Um, way too many people to thank on this episode, on this show. I mean, everybody at NBC Sports Philadelphia, everybody out there who watched the show, whether it was once or every episode, or DVR the show, or told people to watch the show, or interacted with us on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you guys for all of your support. Um, this is the first show of its kind on any NBC Sports um, channel. So again, we were trying to trying to do something new. Um, we tried some things that worked, and hopefully you guys enjoyed it, and hopefully we'll be back for another season. So it was fun. It was some great fun. Great learned a lot about the TV business and how things work and all sorts of cool stuff. Met some great people. Um, so that was it. Congratulations. So had, proud of you. I had a Sunday dinner. Now I forgot. Because <laughs> you didn't expect that. I, yeah, I, I forgot <laughs> it. It was going to be great. Talk, can you talk for like 30 seconds? For 30 seconds while you try to figure that out? Wow, look at him. If you guys could see his face because he did not know I was going to invite him to Sunday dinner. I'm super proud of him. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it for like the dishwasher because that's, oh, that's oh, the thing I'm the most proud of yes. in my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh, side note, super proud of him because he installed our brand new dishwasher. So we were having trouble getting someone out to do an install on our dishwasher for a reasonable price. So Roy, who is not really handy, he's no. not handy at all. He no. doesn't fix anything he pays everybody to do everything uh we got the price back for someone we already had the dishwasher here they dropped it off we just needed roy the first thing he did was he fixed the pipes on the plumbing i guess if you have pvc pipe in your house the newer pvc pipes i uh installers at home depot won't install your dishwasher if you have a pvc pipe fyi so Roy had to put a little thing on the PVC pipe and then he brought, we called the people back and they said, no, we're still not going to do it. So then we started calling around for plumbers and they wanted the cost of the dishwasher to come in and install our dishwasher. So Roy was 
not willing to pay that. Nope. So Roy went on YouTube. He took a Saturday, <laughs> watched a bunch of YouTube videos, and then he got down to business and he installed our dishwasher and it is working perfectly. I've used it probably five times since he installed it with no issues, no concerns. Super proud that he was able to do that. I forget my original Sunday dinner, but I will spin off of that and I will invite the people of the Home Depot to uh -oh, our home uh -oh. for Sunday dinner because I, I think I told you because I, I know no. someone who's going through a similar situation Are you with serious? the dishwasher. Yes, fam. He has P. We have Pex pipe. Oh, is he that has what PVC? Okay, pipe. all right. Same deal. Oh, it's the same. Home okay. Depot allows you to purchase a dishwasher, purchase installation, purchase delivery, have the dishwasher brought to your home but yet won't install it if you have certain pipes, but doesn't tell you at any point during no, the process no. that they won't install it. No. Fit, like you can't do that. If you have PEX or PVC pipes, do not They bother. won't install your dishwasher. They will not install it. It's like, you should tell me up front, like when I, when I go to buy the, the dishwasher. Ask me yeah. what type of pipes I have in my house. This is crazy to me because, again, a lot of people have PVC pipe. A lot of people have PEX pipe. I mean, people ain't just walking around with copper, copper or whatever. Or whatever, whatever, whatever. Whatever pipes. Like, there's a lot of people. Yeah, so another friend of mine, Sean, shout out to Sean. He said, yo, I have, because he's like, I have PVC pipe. They brought, they brought my dishwasher. They wouldn't install it. He told him, he said, take it, he said, take it back. He still got to fight with them to get the charge off of his, his car. He's like, fam, it's like, this is crazy. You shouldn't be able to get through the checkout process if they're not going to install it. This is crazy to me. And then no. we had the installer come out the first time. Ugh. And then they said, all right, basically, you know, we're not really supposed to do this. But if you do X, Y, Z, then we'll, you know, we'll cut your break and we'll do it. So I did it and they still didn't do it. It's like, you man, like, I had to go it? through Thanksgiving and Christmas with no dishwasher because of this. My guy, Sean, he had to take off of work. You have to schedule off. You have scheduled delivery and take off work and all this stuff, and then come to find out they won't. They won't install the dishwasher when they could have told you before you bought the thing that they weren't going to install it. Be forewarned, people. That's all yes, we got to say. That's all we got. The Home Depot, do better. Start asking the question, Home Depot, or get uh, start working with a different installation company or something. Again, something. It's crazy to me. Shout out to YouTube, though. Everything is on YouTube. Everything. Man. I don't see how any. No, you can learn to do anything. You can learn YouTube. anything from YouTube. Yes. It's amazing. YouTube's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Shout out Google, whoever. Mr. Google, you're amazing. Thank you guys for listening to another edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Again, next week we're going to do our next episode. We're going to do our Restaurant Week Winter 2020 edition. So keep it locked for that. But before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you John Appetit.